It's 11 minutes before the hour. You're listening to Raven Radio, KCAW in Sitka. Today is Wednesday, September 1st, 2021. I'm Brooke Schaefer with Raven News. The Alaska House of Representatives passed a budget bill on Tuesday that includes a permanent fund dividend of $1,100 for all eligible Alaskans. Sitka Representative Jonathan Christ Tompkins was among the 24-member majority which supported the dividend payment. Christ Tompkins is also a member of the Fiscal Policy Working Group, which organized earlier in the summer to look for solutions to Alaska's structural financial problems. Speaker of the House Louise Stutes said, The dividend that found consensus is the most the state can afford to pay until Alaska's structural budget deficit is resolved, a task we remain committed to taking on in the months ahead. House Bill 3003 now goes to the Alaska Senate for consideration. Both chambers of the Alaska legislature have been in special session since August 2nd, working on the budget following Governor Dunleavy's veto of the original $550 dividend payment back in June. It's been more than a year since Wrangell had an Alaska Department of Fish and Game office presence on the island. That follows the Dunleavy administration's decision to close the local office and veto last year's efforts to restore funding. But now the legislature has reinstated the funding and the agency will be returning to town on a temporary basis. As KSTK's Sage Smiley reports, it's not what some had in mind. As a small island community in Southeast, miles from a lot of other small island communities, Wrangell doesn't have super complicated fish and game needs. We don't necessarily need a biologist in town. You know, they can do that from Petersburg, that's fine. What we do need is is a staff person. That's Chris Guggenbickler. He chairs Wrangell's Fish and Game Advisory Committee. But he adds it's frustrating for the state to impose tagging and reporting requirements for hunters and fishermen, then make them navigate complicated processes online or travel to another community to remain above board. Alaska lawmakers allocated funding in the budget to bring back a small ADF&G office in Wrangell this year. And unlike last year, it escaped being vetoed by Governor Mike Dunleavy. In August, Fish and Game announced that a Wrangell office would reopen, but it would only be open for the duration of the hunting season, says Tom Schumacher, the regional wildlife supervisor for the Alaska Department of Fish and Game. It's, a, as far as I know, a temporary arrangement for just this year. Um, um, you know, I, I don't know what the future holds. I'm not sure. You know, This took place at the legislature or commissioner level, and I was just asked to open it. At a higher level, there's no long-term commitment. Rick Green, an assistant to the commissioner, says that's because the funding doesn't cover the cost of reopening an office year-round. The appropriation of funds does not fund um, a full-time job. So it will be seasonal this fall and uh, for our staffer in Wrangell, and then we're going to reassess this spring. In the meantime, the state employee will be working out of the U.S. Forest Service's Wrangell District Office, Schumacher says. Well, they offer it to us for nothing, and we no longer have an office in the other building, so we'd need to set up a lease and things like that, which, you know, for two months, again, isn't worth it. Schumacher says since the position doesn't seem to be permanent, no one will be hired to replace the Fish and Game staffer who was laid off last year. It'll be a rotating cast. Um, It didn't seem worth going through the hiring process to hire and train somebody for such a short time. So um, we're just going to rotate existing staff from Juneau and Petersburg through there. 
Representative Dan Ortez had worked to restore $66,000 in funding for Wrangell's Fish and Game Office. The Ketchikan Independent says he knew the money restored to the budget wasn't enough to reopen the Wrangell office full-time, but he thought there'd be more than just for the hunting season. My understanding was that that seasonal basis would include fishing and they would, the person there would issue pot permits, things like that, uh, shrimp permits, those kinds of things in the office and handle fishing issues as they may or may not have come up from, let's say, the gillnet fleet and wrangle, things like that. So I'm disappointed that that it's being billed as to cover the hunting season because that's not what my original intent was with, with that appropriation. Many in Wrangell haven't given up. Guggen Bickler, chair of the local advisory committee, says hunters and fishermen want to see the state make a more long-term commitment here. I'd like to see someone living here hold that position, not just someone, you know, come here for two weeks and then trade out with somebody else that has to come to Wrangell for two weeks. There's been a lot of back and forth between the Dunleavy administration and the legislature over what amounts to a relatively small budget item. Guggenbickler says that breeds uncertainty. It's been scratched, it's been put back in, it's been vetoed, and then now there's money for it. And you know, what's going to happen next year to this position, you know? And without the state fully committing to hiring someone from the community, you know, it it makes me nervous about, you know, where it's going to go next year. Then there's another wrinkle. Schumacher, the regional wildlife supervisor, says that because of the COVID-19 pandemic, the Federal Forest Service's offices are closed to the public. So any state business will have to be conducted at the front door. We're at the mercy of our landlord. The city and borough of Wrangell says it's offered office space to help defray the cost of a more permanent fishing game presence in town. But so far, the state hasn't taken them up on it. In Wrangell, I'm Sage Smiley. Lost pets aren't all that unusual in Sitka, though it's a heartbreaking and stressful experience for any pet owner. Swapped pets? That's a bit more unusual. In Sitka, two cat owners and their felines recently found themselves at the center of a strange saga of mistaken identity. KCAW's Tosh Kimmel reports. It was a Monday morning when Sitkin Mary Pierce let her gray cat Billy outside to wander. He often roamed the neighborhood, but he never went far. Three days passed before she saw him again, but this time she was scooping his lifeless body from a busy roadside. Across town, Courtney MacArthur's cat, Blueberry, had been acting strange and distant. My daughter and I went out of town. We left our cat with a cat sitter. And partway through the week, the cat sitter had to leave town. They couldn't um, continue to watch our cat. So our dog sitter went over and picked up the cat from the cat sitter. And about maybe 30 seconds after receiving the cat, The dog sitter calls us and says, this is not Blueberry. Um, This is not your cat. Over a video call, MacArthur's dog sitter showed her the cat. It had gray hair like Blueberry, but had a broader face and was missing her peach-colored markings. Even on the small phone screen, MacArthur could tell almost immediately that the cat wasn't hers. I thought, okay, I think it might be a male. He would look around the room a lot. Like, he was just, like, watching us, like, who are these people and where am I? 14-year-old Blueberry had recently transitioned to life indoors, a detail MacArthur's cat sitter was unaware of when she let her out a few days earlier. I called the cat sitter right away. (laughs) I was like, where's my cat? You know, I said, actually, what I said was, 
what's this cat's name? Because that's not Blueberry. And they said, well, Blueberry had disappeared for a couple of days. And then when, you know, and a, a couple of days later, this cat wandered up. So we thought it was Blueberry. So from over 2,000 miles away, MacArthur began her search for Blueberry. Without much luck finding her through word of mouth and animal control, MacArthur took to Facebook. I went ahead and posted on Sitka Chatters, you know, a picture of my cat, Blueberry, and a picture of the other cat, which I called not Blueberry because I didn't know the cat's name. Pretty quickly, a woman contacted me and said that she thought that was her cat, possibly, even though she had been mourning the death of her cat for the past week. Mary Pierce was at the gym when she got a call from her cousin. She'd already been through the grieving process, cremating and burying what she thought was her cat, Billy. She was like, it's Billy. This Billy's alive. She initially was the first one who saw it, and then she like tagged my sisters in it, too. And so then they were like, Mary, you need to go get him. I was like, like, guys, what if it's not Billy? I was like, maybe we just want it to be Billy. Despite her reservations, Pierce met up with MacArthur. She came by shortly after, and sure enough, like, it was Billy, and I was, I mean, like, we were all in shock, first off, just like, we thought he was dead, and now he's alive. It wasn't just like our family was mourning him, he was like a, it was like all these people were like, so sad Billy was gone. Pierce is overjoyed to have Billy back, even though it's taking some getting used to. Still, I'll hear him meow, and I'll be like, oh, you're alive again. Like, it's so weird, I don't know how to, like, process it, like, I thought I was burying him. We may never know the identity of the cat Pierce buried, but it wasn't Blueberry. And despite losing her own cat, MacArthur was happy she could reunite Billy with his rightful owner. She was just overjoyed, overwhelmed, you know, immediately was like, yes, that's Billy, that's my cat. And so happily I was able to reunite Billy with his mama. MacArthur is still on the lookout for Blueberry, who's been lost now for over two weeks. For those in the Sitka community, MacArthur has a message. And when you're out and about walking or whatever, just feel free to like call out Blueberry or, you know, um, spread the word to your neighbors. If you see a dark colored cat walking around, slow down and check it out for me. MacArthur holds out hope she'll be reunited with her soon. Reporting in Sitka, I'm Tosh Kimmel. If you have a lead for Blueberry's owner, you can reach MacArthur on Facebook. I'm Brooke Schaefer, and this has been Raven News. And now taking a quick look at the weather for Sitka for today, Wednesday, September 1st, 2021. Today, decreasing clouds, highs in the lower 60s, light winds. Tonight, mostly cloudy, chance of rain, then rain late. Lows in the lower 50s, southeast winds 10 to 15 miles per hour. Tomorrow, rain, highs in the upper 50s, southeast winds 10 to 15 miles per hour.